Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. We are here again this evening. I'm Aurelia. I'm your host for tonight. And tonight is about one strong woman. Those are the three words that I have for this whole episode tonight. I have to tell you that lately I've had the opportunity to be exposed to some really interesting, dynamic uh, professional, educated, um, there's so many <laughs> adjectives I could find to describe the kind of women that I've been put in the, the, the same area with, I've been exposed to, and I don't know exactly why this is happening, but I do know that it's happening for a reason. And each time that I step away from my meeting with these, these different types of women, I learned so very much. I come out better, and that's exactly what it is I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to be in the company of people or be around people and not be better and come out worse. If that's the case, I'm coming out worse, then that's not the kind of person or people that I need to be around. Now, a couple of months ago, I think I believe it was a year ago, we had Katrina Walker on our show, and she impressed me so much with her story, and much like all women, we all have a story. We all have situations that we don't discuss or we do discuss. It depends on how comfortable we are with ourselves, whether or not we tell our stories. But she tells her story, and her telling of her story is like a guide for the rest of us, something to learn from, something to learn about. It teaches us that, one, we're not alone, and two, it's not the end. It's, it may be just the beginning. And when you really get into the crux of a lot of different things that are going on um, in regards to women, there have been a lot of changes. You know, they're talking about the Equal Pay Act, and um, they're looking at women and women's ability in sports is, is comparable to men. And, and women in the birthing process is it's something that no machine can replicate. So there's something about women that is so unique and so um, undefined and yet infinite. So today we have a woman who is infinite in her ability because she did not let the lemons that she was given make her sour. She turned those lemons into lemonade. Now, I'm going to join, I'm going to let Ms. Walker join us this evening, and we're really going to have a chat because we really, we as women, we really need to start talking to each other because I think there's, there's a disconnect and we need to start making that connection. Please allow me the opportunity to bring to you this amazing woman, Katrina Walker. Good evening. Hello. Hello. I guess it appears that uh, she hasn't joined us yet, but that's okay. Um, As I was saying, there is a disconnect with women, and we really need to learn how to make that connection because that connection can eliminate a lot of the strife that, that seems to be present when women are in the company with one another. And I have to tell you, it, it's really interesting to see it when women get along. It's a beautiful thing. Hello? Yes, hello. Hi, Katrina? Hi, this, yes, this is Katrina. What is your name? I'm sorry. Aurelia. Aurelia. Have we spoken before ever? Y- yes, we have. <laughs> I thought so. Okay, Aurelia, okay. Yes, indeed. So. 
We did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come back and be with us. Thanks for having me, Aurelia. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. I was just kind of like telling our listeners, you know, how important it is for women to be able to communicate with each other and that you telling your story opens a doorway. It's that, it, it, you know, it clears the path for women to start the dialogue to kind of heal some of the hurt that we hide. Yes, 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 absolutely. And uh, are we on the air right now? Yes, we are. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, and that's 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 very important. I talk about that all the time. You know, I mean, we all, you know, as women, we some of the most, we the strongest. I mean, I mean, it's the strongest thing that God I know created. I mean, the things that we go through in life. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, to, to even be able to bear children. You know, raise them. You know, our job is never done, never ever done. And we just have to be there for one another, you know, as a support person. It's nothing like that that good girlfriend, you know, or just yes. friend or just sharing things, you know, because we all, every one of us, we go through something as a woman. Like I said, again, I don't even know how we do it. I don't know how my mama did it, how I, <laughs> how I do it, and all the other women out there in the world, in the universe. How do we do it? They can't pay us enough. You know, to be a mother, it's no charge, it's no number, you know, because it never, never stops. And we don't mind. We love, 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 love our children and our friends. And we just have to get along and just be that support person, you know, for one another. When we're going through things, you know, with, 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 a, with a no good man, you know what I'm saying? Mm, yes. Well, just, you know, just what, and just know that, of course, we, we know that we make it through life through God's grace and mercy, number one. But we have to be there for each other on this earth. We do. We have to compliment one another. Not be jealous. You know, not sleep around with your friend's man. You don't do that. Some things you just don't do, you know? You know, yeah. be don't be that sad chick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't have some woman at home crying, you know? I mean, be there for, you know, her, you know? And then we got to set examples for our other little girls that's coming up, you know? I mean, they mimic what they see. I did it, you know? I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I mimic what I saw. I love to see my mama dress up and slide that pretty lipstick on, you know. And and those women, they, they took care of one another back in the day. I mean, yes, they did. It wasn't did. no such thing as we had lights and the other woman didn't. <laughs> my mother's friend, she's still living. She's 80-something years old, and, and she talks about how my mother, she says, D, they called her D. D, I'm hungry. My mother couldn't drive, but she said, next thing she knew, a cab pulled up with some pork chops in the on the back seat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those, those mm-hmm. Good friends. You know, it's no such thing. So, yeah, we have to be there to support each other. We're going through a divorce, a breakup, something's going on with our children. You know, if you got that drug addict in the family, you know, you just got somebody that you can support. And you know what? We have to be loyal. We don't go back and talk about each other. You know, we just got to be there and teach each other. And, and, and if somebody has something pretty or something's pretty, share it. Share where you got that from. Or tell that woman that's pretty, you know. We just need to be there for one another because we need each other. We do. We yes, really we do. do. We, you're, you're so right. And the more that I, I guess, look at what's being displayed Socially, you know, via yes. TV, internet, whatever the mm. case may be, the more it hurts me. It, I'm like, it's an insult. It's, it's such an insult. I know, I know, and especially, and I'm just saying this for our African American. I'm a black woman, okay? I'm a black mm-hmm. woman, and I love all my women. You know, I'm not prejudiced, but I love all my women. But I'm a black woman, and I have granddaughters. I have daughters. I raised three girls, and not only that, I have neighborhoods where I, you know, I go back to the community. I go mm-hmm. right back to the hood. You know what I'm saying? And and, and yes. I'm there for them. And and to see that, you're right. You know, I, I've never, some of the things that I've seen, and it's not to put anybody down, but some of the things that I've seen. You know, I, I had, you know what, I had Diane Carroll on Junior to look look at. She was such a beautiful woman. You know, yes, to me. she, oh yeah. Class, yes. you know, you can't yes. class. You understand what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and when I grew up, my grandmother, it was no such thing. And I thank her now. She's dead and gone, been gone many years, will you? But you know what? I thank her. You know, we had to get up and put our clothes on, be fully dressed. We couldn't walk around, you know, no any kind of way. You know, certain things. You know, my mother said, save it for the imagination. That's how I was taught. Mm-hmm. Those ladies yes. were ladies, and they were poised. 
And when I had my first child, my mother was so discreet. She handed me something. I, it, they didn't have spanks back then. And I'm like, what is that? And it was called a girdle. You know, <laughs> you on after you had that baby, you know, keep mm-hmm. that stomach tight. You know what I'm saying? So they, they taught us, they shared things, but they were ladies. They were real ladies. And, and you're absolutely right. It, 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 it saddens me because, you know, little girls, they see this stuff. So, you know, they don't have to grow up knowing that they got to pop it like it's hot and drop it to the floor and all that old mess. They ain't got to do that. A seven-year-old little girl, you know, she's supposed to be a little girl, a little lady. You know, she's mm-hmm. supposed to mimic her mother, put on her little high heel shoes and things like that. Not, you know, it just, I, I mean, I, I don't like it because our little girls, they see things, and, and, and that's what they they see and they mimic and they want to do what they see, you know. And yes. I just, you know, we have to be really careful you know, with our little girls. We really, really do. We really yes. do. Yes, yes, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And the thing mm-hmm. that really bothers me the most is how beautiful these women are who are tearing each other down. They're so I'm beautiful. Like, yes, They're I'm so like, beautiful. you are beautiful in your own right, you know, just I like she up, is. It was so different when, you know, like, I'm not an old lady, okay, first of all, but me and my friends, you know what, we had a good time together. And still do. I have some, a, a couple, my best friend, she passed away. But, you know, the people that I do know, you know, we never greeted each other as, you know, what's up, B? You know, we never mm-hmm. called each other that. We didn't call each other names like that. We didn't play like that. First of all, I don't play like that, you know. I just don't, you know. You mm-hmm. know again, you heard me say earlier, and my mother taught me this, some, and she's from the South, some things, but she said it and she meant it. You just don't do you understand what I'm saying? Everything has mm-hmm. a limit. Yeah. You don't cross that line. Some things you just don't do. You know, your mind shouldn't even go there. You know, as a friend, I'm not going to greet you that way. What's up, ho? You know what I'm saying? Hey, mm-hmm. you know, you don't do that. You don't even start off playing like that. You don't play like that. It's nothing cute about it, and it's nothing ladylike about it. So, and, and, and you're right. You're absolutely right. These women are absolutely beautiful. They're beautiful, you know, but, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a new day now. I don't quite understand it. And, I mean, I'm not knocking nobody down, but I don't understand a 40-year-old woman, you know, behaving such. I just don't, Mm -hmm. you know. I can't calculate that in my mind. I don't, Mm -hmm. I I was not raised that way, and I don't understand it. And, you know, if it's real, because when I'm looking at it, I'm wondering, is this really reality? Is this the way? Mm-hmm. You know, because mm. I didn't come up that way, so it's something totally new to me. It really is. Yes, it is. And, you know, I I have to say, you know, as a woman, as a black woman, you know, mm-hmm. I have to say that I'm often embarrassed. Yes, I know, baby. I know. I know. I know. Mm, I know. And I can't, you know, and there are no words that I could say to, you know, justify or rationalize. To fix, it, to fix it yeah. or whatever, you know, yeah. You're embarrassed I, because, you know why you don't, you're embarrassed because you don't understand. And then it's just, it's like the way the world is now. You know, if you're embarrassed, somebody's looking at you like, you know, well, hell, what's wrong with her? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with you for being embarrassed. You just wasn't yeah. raised that way. So if you wasn't raised that way, then you don't understand it. It's hard to understand something that, you know what I'm saying? It just mm-hmm. never have been a part of your life. You've never seen that. And to see women belittle each other, you know, it's just, it, it hurts me too. It hurts me, you know. I've never wanted to see another woman hurt. It hurt me to see my mama cry. So I don't want to hurt another woman. I don't want to. I don't want to do nothing to. Keep, I just don't want to hurt another woman. Period. No. You know, yes. I want to help that woman. I want to help that woman with her children. I want to tell that woman something that's going to make her life better. You know, I don't want to. You know, no. I, so I understand exactly how you feel. I do. Yes. Yes. And being that you you have overcome so many different obstacles that it kind of boggles the mind how you were able to, you were so resilient that you were able to allow the situation to happen and to not wallow in it. How were you able to keep, yeah, how were you able to keep your mind straight and not get caught up in the moment? 
You know, I I teach my daughters, and I, I was telling my my youngest daughter uh, just yesterday, I think it was, that she says, Mama, you know, no matter what, you're always smiling. You're always happy. How do you do it? You know, it's all about the thought you're thinking. And I learned that early. You're thinking. You know, we all go through things in life, you know, and it's your thought process. If you're negative and you're a mean person, that's just how it is. That's how you are. So, you know, I don't let things get me down. And and I know, and even even in my worst situations, I know I just got to keep it moving. I got to keep on going. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going to mm-hmm. stop me from doing what I got to do, you know. And then, you know, especially a woman that has children, even if she don't, but if she has children, and even if she don't have children, you know, you just got to know that if it's something you really want to do, you got to get up off your butt and make it happen. You got to do it. And, and you got to know, like I say, it all starts with your thinking. If you got that thinking where you say, well, I can't do this, or you're a pro- procrastinator, you know, I'm going to put it off and I don't have enough money to do that, or, you know what I'm saying? If you think like that, you are what you think. Whatever your thoughts are, that's you, you know? And I, I don't like to even be around negative people. You understand what I'm saying? If you're mm-hmm. a negative person and everything is gloomy in your life, every time you got something to say, <laughs> It ain't never nothing good, you know. Just give it around me, you know. I don't want that bag. Just gone. Go go on over there somewhere, you know. But that's that's how it is with Katrina Walker, you know. I just I'm a positive person, and and I'm not saying everything is glorified. Because if you listen to me and my book that's coming out, Unbreakable, you know, it talks about the Mm -hmm. highs and the lows, the many struggles. I go down and I go up. I go Mm -hmm. down, as my mother was saying. I come on back up, you know, because I'm always figured out. I always. No, that it's got to be better. And as long as I'm not blind, crippled, or crazy, I'm going to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And I figure if, I'm, if I can't get to where I want to get to, even if I get close to it, I'm going to cheer for mm-hmm. myself. Even if I okay. get close to where I'm trying to get to, then I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make it. So, and that's any of us. If we stop making excuses and talk about what we can't do and know that, you know, if you're sitting on the couch and you ain't doing it, you're still whining about what you can't do. Or if you're in a messed up situation and you're still there, ain't nobody got no gun to your head making you stay there, you know. Ain't nobody making you stay in no bad situation. Get up off that couch and make it happen. Stop making excuses. Everybody got a life to live. And we can't just keep making excuses. We got to make our life better, you know. I mean, right. no one owes nobody nothing. We all get the same shot at this thing called life, right, unless, yes. like I say, something's wrong with you. You know, I owe nobody nothing. Nobody owes me nothing. Not saying that I can't help someone, but I had to get up and I had to make it happen. Nobody's going to feel sorry for Katrina or her four children. I don't expect one to. But if I stayed in that same bad situation, that's where I would be right now. I wouldn't be having this conversation with you. And that's mm-hmm. why I wouldn't have a book. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'd be somewhere pitiful, and I ain't never been yes. a beautiful person a day in my life, and I don't want nobody to ever feel sorry for me. I get up okay. and I make things happen. And we all can. We can do the same thing that Katrina did. And I went from rags, and that's the truth, to nothing, back to nothing, bankrupt, in a food stamp line, talking to folks, getting some wick, getting some, you know, from a bread truck to a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. not having counting change, you know, hungry, at work hungry, you know, just, I mean, you name it, I've been there. I've been there. So, cheated yeah. on, you name it. Cheated on, cheated on, <laughs> stole from. <laughs> but, um, and you can laugh no, about I, it. I, I'm okay. I can laugh about yes. it. That's why I say my, my, you know, I can, I can laugh about it. You know, somebody might say, well, that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm not going to sit up yeah. and cry about it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get up off my butt and I'm going to make it better. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm going to move that baggage on out of my way and I'm going to keep the step, keep on stepping, keep on moving. Yes. Just keep yes. on moving and make good things happen. Yes, that, you know, the beautiful thing about your spirit is the fact that you have that bootstrapping mentality that I think we lost somewhere between 1990 and where we are now, that -hmm, there was a time, mm -hmm. um, I know when I was coming up, we... Mm -hmm. We marched for education. I mean, little yes, kids yes. with a little picket signs walking around, no money, no school. You know, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, we right. we fought for things. You know, we understood yes. the value of things at an early age, and we knew that if we wanted it, we had to work and fight for it. Yes, and, yes, yes. And I think that somewhere between that that age group or that group 
and where we are now, things were just handed to people, and they forgot yes. that they had to fight for it. And, and, and you know, when you mention education, it's, it's so many resources out there for for people, you know, much more than it was back, you know, then, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it really is so many resources for our kids to go out here and get their education. All they got to do is research it. They got to research. It's money out there available for them. And then, you know, that's another thing, too. I'm going to come, come, come with a book next about teaching people how to manage, manage their money and to pay themselves first. You know, you get your paycheck, pay yourself, learn how to put some money up instead of all your money going, it's allocated out there to somebody else, and then when it's all over, you know, we're just from paycheck to paycheck. We don't even know what happened to our money, you know. And and, and I just want to teach people how to spend their money wisely, you know, how to stop giving some man that you'll never see these lay fees, you know or getting things that you really don't need, or keeping up with the Kardashians, those people, you can't keep up with them. <laughs> they can't keep up with them. <laughs> no, no, you can't keep up with the Joneses. You know, now, you know, the, everybody want to keep up with the Kardashians, you know. So we have to live within our means, you know, and that's what I yes. want to teach people, how to how to manage their money, you know, because mm-hmm. people really just don't know. They don't know. No, and that's the thing, and I don't think that that was part of the – the, the education that we were getting, mm-hmm. I think we were so busy right. trying to just figure out how to get through the next day. We forgot to mm-hmm. right. be taught that there are things that you could do Absolutely. so that your next day would be a lot easier. Right. We have to know how to also prioritize and know what's important. I think a lot of times we get lost in that, you know, if we come across mm-hmm. money, you know, know how to manage that money, prioritize things. If you come across a lump of money, don't, I mean, you do what you want with your money. But if you go out and buy a big car with that money, you know, okay, how are you going to pay that car note? Or was that the most important thing? Could you have invested that money somewhere else? Could you have mm-hmm. let it sit in a CD part of it and let it grow, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things that you can do, you know. But I think a lot of times we really are not educated, you know, to certain things. We're just not educated to doing the things that we can do to make our life a lot better, a lot easier. You know? Yes, yes, yes. And I think it's the lot easier part that we run away from. We're afraid mm-hmm. to make things a lot easier. For some reason, we believe that if it's not hard and we're not struggling, then we're it's not worth it. Yes, and we have to, again, like I say, we got to make good choices because it's our life. And, mm-hmm. again, I go back to the people, places, and things. And when I had the wrong people around me, the wrong advice, everybody's not going to tell you the right thing. Everybody's not going to believe and understand your dream. It's your dream. You know, so you got to be careful of the people, the company that you keep. You really do. Amen. you got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Don't I know that. Now, okay, when you were last with us, we were talking about, you said that you were thinking about writing a book, and I said your story is a story that needs to be told over and over and over again. Until I've written that book. I've written the book. It's called Unbreakable, and it'll be out, I would say, sometime probably in August, you know, mm-hmm. around August. But the book is written. It's called Unbreakable, and it's the down-home truth, the Katrina Walker story. And, um, you know, the people that have read it, you know, they're like, oh, I mean, it takes you up and, and I really down, have you crying and laughing. It's such a great book. So I thank you for that. I, I definitely, I have that book. Like, again, it's unbreakable. Um, also, yeah. you know, your audience can find out more about me if they go to my Facebook, the mm-hmm. Katrina Walker, T-H-E, Katrina, K-A-T-R-I-N-A, Walker, and it's all together consecutive, the okay. Katrina Walker. Okay. Now, you also have uh, an organization called Blind Eye, and I get it. I really do get it. Oh, oh, wow. I Thank do you get so it. Much. Wow. Yeah, Blind Eye is, um, is, 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 you know, where I talk about and what I, what I like for people to understand. A lot of times, you know, our life, you know, we go home, you know, like I say, to our meat and our potatoes, or our life is just, you know, so good that we don't see these people out here, the girl with the black eye. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It don't have to be your your family member, your sister or your niece or your, 
you know, just somebody in your family, you know, mm-hmm. for you to be able to reach out and help somebody, you know, the drug mm-hmm. addicts, you know, that's walking around here, this man that's walking around with this, this basket. I know we can't save the world. And a lot of times I say to people, you don't always have to go in your pocket, you know, for money. You may not have any money, but you know what? You may have that word of advice, you know, to help somebody. But blind eye is, you know, just helping people in need, you know, domestic violence, you know, making people understand it's not just even being hit in the eye. People are really actually mentally abused by yes. their mates sometimes, yes. you know, and they don't realize that that's, I mean, a black eye is bad because it can heal, but somebody mm-hmm. chip around at your brain, somebody calling you out your name, somebody that you're just so fearful of, you know, it ain't not. And I talk about myself. I was that lady, you know. In, in in a relationship, a marriage where, you know, I'm standing up talking to this guy. He just had me a nervous wreck, you know. I mean, nothing I could do or say was right till I got to the point I'm standing here trying to think about what am I going to say to him. You know, I got to think my sentence out before I say my sentence. And that's not a good thing. I had sense enough to leave. That is mental abuse. Nothing that I could do or say was right until I stood there and I was dizzy one day, really. I mean, I felt like I was going to pass out. I had to walk over and take a seat, you know, and I realized, I said, this man is killing me. Mm -hmm. He's killing me. There's nothing I can do. No matter how I do it, how perfect I try to have things for him, it's nothing I can do. And people are not aware of mental abuse. It's out there. To be mentally abused is a bad thing. And I thank God that I had sense enough to leave, but so many people stay. They stay, and I know people that stay, and and one lady that I know that's a very close friend of mine, we grew up together. Her husband did so much to her throughout the years to now he showed her what he thought of her. He put her in a mental, like a a nursing home, Mm. you know, after he played around with her mind for so many years. You can only take so much. Who knows what's your breaking point? You understand? Nobody knows. Yes. And that's what stress is. So you gotta you gotta get out of those. I don't say stay. I had to leave, and that's something I I wouldn't even look back in my rearview mirror for that dog. That was a dog I was with. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I understand it, and you know the the funny thing about it is, I fear for our younger generation because yes. they wallow in this drama stuff and they don't realize that this is bad for them emotionally this is bad for them mentally this is bad for them physically but they wallow in it and they feel that this is the natural progression of a relationship I think that they don't really really understand and I think people get love mixed up with lust if you know what I mean you understand Mm -hmm. what I mean yeah As yeah. women, you know, because men have that way with us, honey. I mean, and I, you first meet them, and they just the, the the charmers, you know, and opening the door for you and treating you like the queen that you are, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I tell women all the time that inner ear, and I want to see people in good relationships, and I don't think everything's going to be peaches and ice cream. And I think that you should be able to communicate. But when it gets that bad, that somebody, I'm not, like I say, I'm not Floyd Mayweather. I can't, I'm a woman. I can't take that punch. So, you know, I, that's when it's time to hit the road. It's, mm-hmm. time, it's time to hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. No that's more, right. no more, no more. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, indeed. But I think that well, our young girls, they don't know, they don't really, really, really understand, you know. You know, I don't think they really understand what's going on, and I don't understand, you know, why you, you know, because I stayed. You know, I had children, you know, and the advice mm-hmm. I was told, you can't make it, you know, out there. But that's so far. I tell my lady, that's so far from the truth. I'm doing better than I ever did, you know, when I left this dude mm-hmm. back there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's not true. You can make it. You can make it. Don't think mm-hmm. that you got to depend on someone and you got to stay in a bad situation. You'll be doing so much better, you know, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, you know, if you get rid of that baggage. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And the thing about you that's so amazing is that not only did you walk away, but you walked from the darkness to the light. And the light has given you so many 
opportunities. You have your own state-of-the-art recording studio. Mm -hmm. You're opening up um, more schools, correct? More, um, more. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And what I do is, I do. You know what? I help my young mamas because, like I say again, that was me. And it wasn't just one goof up Katrina did. For some reason, I had more than one goof up with these men, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, trusting, you know, and believing, and letting them catch me at a vulnerable time, you know. So I share that. I'm not embarrassed. I'm sharing my truth with the world, you know. I didn't live a perfect life. I'm not a perfect person. No one's perfect but Jesus Christ. But I tried to be the best that I could be. I tried to be the best wife that I could be. But, yes, I, I start, I'm, uh, I have more schools that I'm opening, and they're 24-hour daycare centers where, you know, my mamas, they're able to, you know, because everybody don't work nine to five, you know. So yeah. it's like the best quality service that I can give them, and then I'm everybody's mama, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's mama. So I, I, I took it back basically to, uh, the as they say, the hood, you know, which, mm-hmm. you know, that was when I was coming up, it wasn't no such word as a hood, but, you know, it still was the same thing that's going on. But I take it right on back, you know, to my underprivileged uh, mamas that a lot of them are just struggling and trying to make it day in and day out. But it's a beautiful thing, just, you know, generations of kids and being able to help them and, and just show them love, you know, and, and showing them, you know, life life really is good. It is. It can be. It can be a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yes, you're absolutely right. And, it's even more beautiful when you have a, a support system that is always available to you. And mm-hmm. childcare is something, is the type of support system that can make or break you. Right, right. It's it just like yeah. I say, you know, I guess that it's one of my things that, um, you know, I just love children. I didn't know that this was going to be my calling. <laughs> you know, I love mm-hmm. children and I love helping people. And um, and the children, you know, when I first started daycare, you know, and just starting from the bottom and just seeing some of my kids come in and I, I make sure that the food is home cooked. My mother was doing my cooking for me when I first started daycare, but mm-hmm. she passed away. And I just made a vow that these children, if some of them don't give one good meal and a couple of, couple of snacks or breakfast or whatever, you know, with me, they're going to eat good, you know, and I have full-course meals cooked. Everything is from scratch. I mean, we boil chickens, and, and and they eat macaroni and cheese. You know, everything is real from scratch, you know, pinto mm-hmm. beans and cornbread. You know, because some of the kids that come in, believe it or not, you know, it's kind of sad, but I've seen children just come in, and they're, uh, they are literally hungry. And the first time mm-hmm. I saw a kid come to the daycare and, and, and just take the plate and actually lick their plate, it hurt mm-hmm. me to my heart just seeing imagine. these kids not – not get enough food, and, and that's one thing I do. I make sure they eat good every day. They learn good. I said, if they go back home and they don't, you know, at least I know Katrina Walker have made sure that my, I call them my babies because they're with me. They're my mm-hmm. babies, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're going to yeah. eat good. They're going to be clean. You know, they're going to have nothing but the best, you know, and and, and, and I love it because some those kids sometimes they want to come on the weekend, and, and, and they just – they don't want to stay at home. They want to come when you, when the daycare is closed, you know. So it's mm-hmm. a good thing because children are special people, and God said take care, take care of the little ones. And Lord yes. knows I try to do the best that I can. Well, you're doing an amazing job. And the interesting thing about you. this is that you're doing what you can. And we're living in a society mm-hmm. which is really interesting mm-hmm. where we throw away millions and millions of dollars worth of food Every day. Yes. Oh, my God. You know, and that's what, now you say you hurt. It, that's what hurt me when I see the things that we throw away. And it's so many children mm-hmm. in these neighborhoods that really don't have a real year. They really mm-hmm. just don't have, honey. I mean, and I do everything that I can, you know. But it's, I mean, not just, in, it's all around the globe. It's, it's children going to bed hungry tonight, you know. Yeah. And we're in America, mm-hmm. you know. We can send a man to the moon, and we got children that are literally hungry. Yes, yes. And I, there was one particular instance where I had spoke to someone, and they were telling me about, I think it was some peaches. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and they were like, we throw out tons and tons mm-hmm. of peaches on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Because mm-hmm. they hit the ground, and they're no longer good because they're on and the ground. And I promise you. If you if you see the things that I've seen, and I've had to do so much, I help my mamas. When I find out, it, you know, they they got a, a newborn kid, got three or four kids, and it's the winter, and they don't have heat. You know, 
I gotta mm-hmm. take them. I gotta I gotta take them. I gotta get these utilities on. You know, when I find out my struggling mamas, I gotta be there to help them. You know? I gotta be there to help them. But it's just one Katrina Walker, but I do everything in my power that I can and I know this is going on around the globe, you know. Yes. And all children want the same. You know what I'm saying? They they want a good you know, all mamas and children, they want the same good education. And when I talk to people, when I first started childcare, this hurt me because people talked to me over the telephone. And when they talked to me over the phone, you know, they wanted their children with me. But when mm-hmm. they came to the daycare center and they saw that it was inner city children, do you know that they, I'm just going to keep it real, they thought that their kid was too good. And then we're talking little kids to be mm-hmm. around certain children. These are little children. You know, because they thought that I was of some other race. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I could say. Mm. Or maybe I spoke a certain way. But when you got here, you know, you you looked at the little children, the little babies, and you thought your baby, a baby, was not good mm-hmm. enough to be with this baby. You know, and those are the things that hurt me. That's why I say, you know, we we just got to do better as a society of people, period. You know, I'm thinking, like I said again, it all starts with your thinking. And, again, it's all about how you're raised. And, again, it's all about, like I told you, you don't understand certain things because you was not raised that way, and there's no way on earth that you're going to understand this if you wasn't raised that way. You you don't understand it, period. Yeah, Yes, I, I, there are some things that I can't wrap my head around no matter how many ways I try to look at Me it. Me either. And, and it hurts. So, uh, it really hurts. It yeah, hurts. Yeah. And it's all about yeah. our children. And what people have to realize, I always tell them, I say, you know what? I keep it real. Once upon a time, you were a kid. So somebody had mm-hmm. to fool with you. Somebody had to deal with you. Treat these children good. Be good to the kids because they are yeah. our future. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And depending on the way that they're treated will determine what kind of future right. we really have. And no one really seems to understand that. So, you know, we really, we should be educating them with as Mm -hmm. much information as they can, they can hold on to. That's right. They're so sweet. They're so special. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Keeping them fed so that they can Mm. thrive and grow and not be sickly. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, I, uh, yes. I love those days. I love, I love, 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 love children. I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're so sweet, and they love me too. Children will show you that they love you. They're gonna yeah. wrap their little arms around your legs or whatever. They're gonna run up to you and knock you down and give you a hug. You know, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> like I, I don't know if you saw the kid with, that ran up to Camilla Anthony. Did you yes, see that? I, did. I don't know. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> if they you know, love you, they're gonna. They're so sweet. <laughs> they make a way to get to you, and just like the little boy yes. when uh, President, um, Vice, uh, what is it, Michelle Obama, First Lady Michelle yes. Obama walked into the yes. classroom. The little boy just right. beeline straight to her. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> they do. They're so sweet. Yes, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess he. You know, everybody was told, you know, sit in your seat, don't get out your chair, but he. He didn't care. He saw. He, he, didn't he care. saw. He couldn't right. He didn't care. No, he had to hug her, and that's a beautiful he thing. That that just hug. yeah, that speaks volume. And yes, when children does. do come to you, it speaks volumes too, mm-hmm. because a child's spirit is pure. Yes. and his love and it's is so innocent. Perfect. Yes, so innocent, so innocent, <laughs> and they're gonna tell you the truth too. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love them. <laughs> But unfortunately, we live in a society that has overexposed them too soon, and we get yeah. to deal. We have to deal with some of the ramifications from the overexposure as well. And Absolutely. I don't think we have enough things and people in place to help the children who have been overexposed, because then they it's become true. adults. Yes, and we could go on and on with this conversation, but yes, you know what? We can. <laughs> It's gonna. It's just gonna have to go back to the basics where it takes mm-hmm. a village to raise our children. You know, the yes. children. Period, and and just teach the children to love, love, love. You know, one another. You know, mm-hmm. we can't teach children hatred. You know, they all. I mean, it doesn't matter their color. You know, or who they are. They're if they are rich or if they, their parents got money. If they don't, it doesn't matter. You know, those things are not is not what's important. It isn't. Indeed. And I titled this show One Strong Woman, and I wanted to show how we are all one woman. We are. We come from one original woman, and we are all part of that one strong woman. 
and that's one strong woman. Yes. Yes. And that's how you've become who you are, and I've become who I mm-hmm. am, and right. millions of women right. out there have become who they all are from that one us. strong woman. Yeah. Yes, all of us. You're absolutely. I love that. I love that title. You're absolutely right. We all came from one strong woman. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did. We did. I love that. Yes. We all yes. are. And we all are. Yes. We just gotta realize it and, and start embracing it. <laughs> and like you said, we all are so beautiful. We all are. We yes. we all are. Yes. Yes. Indeed. We all are I so mean, unique in our own way, and we are all so beautiful. And we are all just some strong, 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 mm-hmm. strong women. Yes, we indeed. Are. Yes. Now, when your book comes out, you said sometime in August, um, it's going to be yes. available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and all yes, those different and, places. And, right. Uh huh. It will be and. Um, you can go to my Facebook because I'm going to make sure that, you know, of course, it's going to be all over the place and letting everybody know, you know, where to be able to get it. And I'll be, mm-hmm. you know, just out promoting my book everywhere because, you know, I just want the world to know about my book, just me, period, as a person, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because I want to be able to, to, to just – I'm not a motivational speaker, but I'm a motivator. I don't spoke, speak at people. You know what I'm saying? I talk to mm-hmm. people. I listen to people. They talk back to me. You know, it's just real. You know, the difference in mm-hmm. me is just down-home truth, you know, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's not instant. Yeah. And we're keeping it real. I'm not fake. You know, I'm not making up mm-hmm. nothing. You know, everything's real. And I think people appreciate that. You know, people want it real. They don't want this fake stuff. They don't want this instant. I may break a verb every now and then, but it's all right. <laughs> You're going to understand what I'm talking about. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that the the beauty of who you are is because you are so authentic in who you are and Thank you. that makes that makes this whole conversation and dialogue even more important because Thank you it's so coming much. from you're welcome it's coming from a place of knowing and understanding having been there and did that got a t-shirt and some scars mm-hmm. and I've moved on yeah. to the other yeah. side of it and I can look back because I'm one strong woman who doesn't mind looking right. back to tell you how I did it and That's you tried right. to. I want to say this, too. You know, a man was talking to me the other day. He said, you know, so your mama used to, you know, she whooped you and she this and that. And I said, well, you know, my mother was a great woman. She did what she knew best back in the day, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and she did. She told me when I got married as a young teenage bride, Trina, you keep you some beans, some rice, and some potatoes. You know, she put my butt back in the day if, I, if she thought mm-hmm. I did anything, you know. And uh, she did what she did, you know. But, you know, I said, I love my mama. You know, she's gone, but she did what she thought was best. And he said, you know, I was looking for you to say, you know, because most people kind of talk about the mother or father, you know, and say, well, they was this horrible person or this and that. I said, no, I would never. My mom, you know, was. that's why I'm this, like you said, strong black woman that I am because mm-hmm. of my mother. You know, I didn't get many whoopings, but I know that we wasn't supposed to go over. We had four streets that black people could be on. That fifth mm-hmm. street, you were not, it was forbidden almost that you go over there because that's where the white folks were. So I mm-hmm. guess she figured if you go over there, she told me, don't go there. But I went there once. I wanted to see mm-hmm. what was going on over there. <laughs> and she whooped my butt. Do you hear me? She whooped me so good. <laughs> okay. But you know what? It was a good whooping because, you know what, I had lost a brother. And I think about it often, you know, because before they came up with Black Lives Matter, my mm-hmm. brother was shot in the back of a car, and he bled to death while the police officer wrote up tickets on the car. So, mm-hmm. you know, just maybe she knew back then, you know, yes, Trina, yes. go over there. Somebody may do something to her, you know. So, yes. you know, like I say, you know, my mama, she was a good woman. And I just want to say you're absolutely right. We all come from a strong woman, strong women. We're strong people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we are. And it's just one strong. I mean, we're all so unique, but we are strong women. Mm-hmm. And I love that mm-hmm. title. I love that. Indeed. And I just want to just say one thing, because my mom was from the South as well. And I I had a really close relationship with my grandmother. And she used to always tell me, she would say, the reason why we tell you not to go over there and you get the whooping when you go over there is because 
what you would get when you go over there would be far worse than any spanking or whooping yes. you get over right. here. Right. They knew. They knew. Yeah. And they loved us so much. They didn't want anything to happen to us. Mm-hmm. So they did what they could to protect us. Yes. To yes, put fear did. in us. The fear of, you put know. Fear. <laughs> they put yeah. fear in us. Yeah, and You're it right. was a good thing. The fear was to keep us from getting hurt in ways that we could never yeah. imagine. Right. That is that is so true. That is so true. Yes. Now we good have women. a bunch of yeah, yes, but we have a bunch of fearless kids out here that test the boundaries the all the time. And see, the thing is, you know, uh, someone was speaking to me the other day, and they said a lot of times when the children get past a certain age, say if you get them before they get to be 10, 10 years old, I think that's what he was speaking about, then, you mm-hmm. know, once they reach a cer- certain age, they don't really want to listen to you. So children don't have a fear. A lot of them really, really don't. And you know mm-hmm. something that I see as they get older, it appears that they don't fear death, and that's what's scary. They don't fear yeah. God. You know, and yeah. we had we had some Jesus and some God, we had to pray when we were in school, you know, so a lot of yes. things has been taken away. So even if you mm-hmm. didn't get church when you went home, most of us got church at home anyway, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But still, yes. if you didn't get it when you got to school, you were going to pray. We did devotion. We did all that old stuff, you know, and it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. You know, so now, you know, children, you know, they, they, they don't, it's, 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 like I say, again, you got yourself something if you don't fear the good Lord. You're supposed to have some kind. You're supposed to be scared to put your hand in that fire because it's going to burn you. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of kids don't, you know, someone was saying they wanted to say something to a child one day, and they was kind of scared the kid make, you know, curse them out. You know what I'm saying? We respected, you know, older people. So yes. it's, just, it's a new day, but it's not too late. Again, it takes no. a village, you know, to raise our children, you know, and we just got to be back to the basics. You know, are really raising these children and, and, and not letting them see everything. Let them be children. Let them enjoy yes. their childhood. Let the little girls play with their dolls for a while, you mm-hmm. know. Let the the overexposure. Boys, you know, yes, absolutely. They, they We couldn't sit up around grown people. You know, nope. you spoke down south. You didn't sit in a room, a little girl, with grown women and listen to what they were talking about. You know, we wasn't overexposed, like you mentioned. We mm-hmm. wasn't. Nope. Everybody think, oh no, no, they need to know. Uh, uh-uh. uh. There's a lot of things that I'm just, I'm just hearing at at my age that I was like, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. What was that? And I'm, okay. I'm so green. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of green to some things too. You know, you know, mm-hmm. I be hearing them saying, I said, oh Lord, I don't got kind of old. Turn up. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and all the different slang. I said, oh, I don't got kind of old now. You know, what does that mean? You know. So they tell mm-hmm. me. I kind of pick up on some things, but still, you know. It's okay, though. You know, I, I'm thankful to God that I was raised the way that I was. I have no complaints. My grandma, my mom, and all the women that were around me, I, I just, I, I thank God for them. I do. Yes, yes, yes. And we are thankful for them as well because they brought you to us. So, and that's oh, a beautiful well, thank thing. Thank you. you. Yes, you give you give women hope, and that's the thing. Um, I've I told people about the show, you know, when you first came on, uh, I, I think a year or so ago, and they were like, really? And you can see and you can hear it in their tone that there's hope, and that's the thing. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. And I just want to be there to help, you know, as much as, like I said, Bill Withers is an old song that some of the younger people don't don't understand or don't know about it, but he's saying, use me till you use me up, and that's the way that mm-hmm. I feel, you know. I just, whatever God got for me to do and mm-hmm. to help other women, men too as well, because men are, you know, going through some stuff, you know, just people, period, then that's what mm-hmm. I want to do. And that's what I do. I have I have helped, I mean, drug dealers, men that people went touch with a 10-foot pole. They're no longer, they're not out on the streets selling drugs and doing those type of things. You know, I mean, that they're able to, you know, relate to me, you know, listen to me, you mm-hmm. know. And and now they're running their own businesses, you know. So those are the things that I do, and I thank God that people actually they feel comfortable with me because I'm so down to earth. You know, I get down on anybody's level, you know, and they understand me, you know, and they listen to me and they respect me, you know. So I thank I, I just I am so grateful to the good Lord, you know. And like I say, whatever it is for me to do, that's what I want to do, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want people to know that they can live a better life. They can. Okay. It can get better. It can. Well. I have to tell you that I could go on and on and on, 
with this with this interview with you because it yes. is just for me it is a testimony to the fact that when you do what God has for you to do and you don't waver you will reap the benefits of some amazing things and you will be able to help somebody and you are a, a prime example of just doing that you did not you did not let circumstance stop you from doing what God wants you to do, being what he wants you to be. Absolutely. Thank you so much here. I am just so yeah. grateful. I'm ever so humbled that you had me back on your show. And yes. uh, when my book comes, I want to make sure you get a copy of my book. And oh, I'll just let, thank you. Know, you. <laughs> let everybody know about, you know, mm-hmm. me and what I got going on and, and also my Facebook. You know, they can go okay. you know, to my Facebook and just, you know, keep in touch with me and okay, I'll keep definitely. in touch with them. And thank you so much. Thank you. You have a wonderful evening. Once again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing okay. your wisdom. You know, it's it's really it was really good and you fed you fed some things in me that I get that, that I needed. I did I did need some oh. things that you said. Oh, you're precious. You're an angel. And thank you thank too. You. You're a remarkable woman and all the strong women that's out there. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. To all of my listeners, I hope that you had the opportunity to really, really, really digest everything that we talked about this evening. It's to the women out there. You knew how much we love you, how much we love ourselves, how much we are all one, and how much we need each other. You'll understand that we just really have to stop the nonsense And we really should just spend time in embracing each other, embracing our differences, embracing our uniqueness, just embracing one another and being there for each other. Because together, we can accomplish so much more than we could, than we can if we are divided and separate. So please, by all means, remember, when you see your sister, compliment her. That's all. Just compliment her. Don't let it be fake or phony or false. Just sincerely compliment your sister. So on that note, I want to wish each and every one of you a wonderful evening. And may God continue to bless all of you. And have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at thecocoexpressshow.com, blog talk radio, 